What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Rico with the K, and you are watching hashtag Verse TV. Please share, comment, subscribe, and share again. One seven eight. Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 178, and this is Hashtag All the Tea. I'm Aaron Mack. And this is Basic Complexity, a.k.a. Kevin. Here with good friend, the talented rapper, producer, dancer, model, and co-star of Chasing Realities, Chasing Atlanta, Rico with a K. Rico with a K, please say hi to our hashtag Verse TV family. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? That was a great introduction, by the way. I loved it. <laughs> Absolutely, friend. Well, you're worth it. You're worth it. Excellent. And we appreciate that. Our first question for those who may not yet know, where are you from and what do you love most about your residence journey thus far? Um, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, but I was raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, and my residence journey so far, um, I don't know. I've just, I've traveled a lot of, or I've lived in a lot of places and I've seen just like a different, you know, type of person or people in each one. And I've just learned and it's just helped me be the man that I am today, basically, you know, so. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Now, your highly anticipated Top Talk album's second single is Swallow with Seven Deep. And it officially releases Friday, October 7th. Please give our hashtag Verse TV family a sip of all the tea on the development process and the meaning behind this song, as well as the video that you have, the accompanying music video that you have for this done with Pop Up Productions. This jam. Okay, wow. That was a lot. Okay. Uh, the. The creative process, well, it actually started a year ago. Um, I was in Chicago doing a fashion show for Mr. Blake Martin, which I love. He is a wonderful photographer. He puts on beautiful fashion shows, elegant, like it's just amazing. Um, but yeah, I was in a car with Brandon after one of our performances, and we just were going through beats. And Brandon, he's a singer. He's a rapper based in Chicago. I love him. He is wonderful he's also a songwriter um but we were in the car listening to beats and this one beat in particular um you know we were talking about some swallowing kids and we just like we definitely love that one so we just stuck with it um and i ended up leaving chicago um and i just i shelved it i left the song alone i, I just felt like Nah, I don't need to do this R&B thing. Let me focus on this, you know, hip hop. Let me rap rap because I know that's what they want. But um, actually listening to Swallow again a year later, um, 
and I was more comfortable with my sexuality. Like now I can talk about like what I like and what I don't like. Like I used to be really scared because I didn't want people to judge me or everybody have their, you know, preconceived notions of what I am, you know, so I didn't want to disappoint. But now I'm older, I'm wiser, I don't give a fuck. Uh, oh, can I curse? We can? Okay, I don't give a fuck. Um, so I just, I was able to sit down and write my verse after having a conversation with Blake Martin. Um, and yeah, this song just, I loved it so much, right? And I was just like, it's missing something. Something is missing. And coincidentally, me and Seven had to headline a show in Seattle, Washington for uh, Black Seattle Pride. Oh my God, love them. Um, and the first night I seen him, he was like, Rico, you know, what you working on? Like, we were just catching up. We haven't seen each other in a while. And I played Swallow. And him listening to it, I just, I heard his voice on it. Like, I was just like, I seven like oh but i didn't want to press the issue you know i didn't want to seem like a super fan i didn't want to seem you know all crazy and shit like that so i just i left it alone but that night we hung out um like we got pretty drunk we had a great time and you know i just brought it up like i was just like yo i hear your voice on swallow please get on swallow and he was like send me the beat so i did and he's just incredible. Oh, my God. When you hear this verse, it's going to be like, whoa. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. Oh, I love that man. Um, artistically. But, yeah. So, the video, that's not the official video. Mm. Okay. The official video is going to be nasty. It's... TV. <laughs> It's, this this is the tea that you want. The official video is going to be nasty. But that was not the video. Actually, a year ago, um, Seven wanted me to be like his leading man um, in, a, in a song that he was doing, in a video he was doing. So I just used that footage for the song to, you know, help create buzz. But the original song is by Soul. Um, it's called Fuckboy featuring Seven Deep. That video is still amazing. I just wanted to throw that out there and give credit where credit is due because I'm not that type of dude. Um, so the official video is going to be nasty. Oh, all right. I'm uh, looking forward to that. Friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Now, your actual lead single from Top Talk is Cocky. With your chasing Atlantic, yeah, with your chasing Atlanta co-star Lil Kendra. Now, please give our hashtag Verse TV family a sip of all the tea on the development of this song and the meaning behind "cocky." Um, so "cocky" actually started. We were filming Chasing Atlanta, season four. This is when I had just first met. Kendra and I needed a studio so she hooked me up with her people um and she came to the studio session and that's what I loved about her like she was very supportive this cameras weren't even around you feel what I'm saying like she's a real you know woman that's why I love her um so yeah like I was originally recording the song and I just heard her freestyling to it and it was just like damn like damn she sound hot as fuck on it like 
you know, Kendra, like this would be her moment. Like, you know, you feel what I'm saying? Like, let me, let me like, let me get Kendra on this song. So maybe like six months later, I hit her up and I, I was just like, yo, I want you on cocky. And she was like, Rico, send me the beat. Let's do it. And she sent me back fire. Fire. Um, so I was in the studio. She came. And when she recorded her verse, I think I have a video of it. Oh, my God. I'm going to post it whenever the album comes out. Um, but she just, she came in there and she ripped it. You know, she really owned that song. And I'm very grateful for a feature with her um, because that was, that's one of my favorite features. Actually, all of these features on, on my upcoming um, album, Top Talk, is, they're all my favorite. These are my favorite people. I love them on, you know, personal levels. It's not just like, oh, I think you're hot. Get on the song. Like, no, I actually have musical relationships with these people, personal relationships with these people to where we could make great music. I'm ranting. Nice. And... Now, speaking of Top Talk, what will be on Top Talk overall? Will you have any more collaborations? And what do you want your listeners, your fans, to get from this album, Top Talk? Oh, my God. You ask really great questions. Let's see. So Top Talk is definitely, everyone thinks that, oh, let me not say that. Oh! I want to say so much. Yes, there's going to be more collaborations. Um, but the one thing I want listeners, fans, supporters, family, friends, whoever, with Top Talk, this is my declaration of who I am as a man, um, my talent, my stance on the community, my stance on my sexual identity. Um, I've grown into my own. And I took my time with this album because I wanted it to be amazing music. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to just, I, I could have been released it, being honest. I could have been put this album out, but I really wanted to take time to craft songs and go back into the studio and say, like, okay, I can change this. I can add this. Um, but the music is wonderful. It's a vibe. It's going to, it's, it's self-awareness and self-love. Uh, every song, like, even though I'm sharing my journey, it's like, I really want whoever is listening. I want y'all to learn the lyrics and start rapping it to yourselves. Like, you know, and feel self-confident within yourself. So that's my goal. That's my mission. And it, it's going to be accomplished. So, yeah. Well, again, we, we definitely cannot wait, friend. Absolutely. Now, your Gabor Magazine interview mentions positive impact of your participation with Chasing Realities, Chasing Atlanta. Now, what brings you the most happiness and joy about your involvement in that project? Mm. Um, I just feel like Chasing Reality just represents our people, like our gay community, all under the umbrella. Well, not yet, but... um. There's representation all across the board, I feel like. You feel me? Like, you get different stories that anyone can relate to. Um, and I really love that. Like, everybody's relatable in some type of way to someone. And that's why I'm proud to be a part of it. Like, 
we make a difference in people's lives. You know, I get messages and DMs and all of that of people saying how I helped them through this or their mother is going through this and I feel your pain. Thank you. You know, or they tell me, oh, I see your strength. So, you know, you made me strong or something like that. So that's, you know, that's why I did it. That's why I did Chase, Chase in Atlanta. Nice. It, it, it's all outstanding. It, it absolutely is. And mm-hmm. it is appreciated. Absolutely. Now, in that same interview, when you were asked about collaborating with trans artists, you intelligently replied, Mira, talent is talent. And what do you think it will take for all of society to finally one day realize this fact for both hetero and Q plus artists that talent is talent? Mira, talent is talent. Mira. Mira. Um, it's going to take more representation. We have to get out of this, like, we're competing against each other to be number one or whatever. And just understand that if we have 20 trans artists, if we have 100, like, we have 20, okay, they see that we're coming. They see that, that we're doing what we're doing. But if you have hundreds all across the board, you know, they're going to see that they're a force to be reckoned with. And I think that's all that we need. We need to see more gay artists. We need to see all different types of gay artists, you know, just down the spectrum, you know, LGBTQ, you know, all like all of them, you feel me? Um, so yeah, it'll just take more representation. It's going to take more time. Everybody is coming out. Everybody is growing. Everybody is learning. Um, they're dropping, you know, the, our gay community is really working. Like I was on Instagram the other day, just going down my feed of people performing festivals, you know, my friends, people that I know, you feel me? So, yeah. Yeah, it's our time and it is truly amazing and even a blessing to see that, yes, we are getting out there and and we just need even more, even more and more and more. And Top Talk is something that's a part of that too. So, yes. Yes, sir. Keep on going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, Golden Ticket is your 2021 rap debut album. Can you please give our hashtag Verse TV family a sip of all the tea on the development and what you're communicating on that album as well? Golden Ticket. Um, the Golden Ticket was my very first album. Um, it's full of pain. It's full of anger. It's full of like heartbreak. It's full of me trying to prove myself. Like every time I hear that album, I can just, I can think back of those times where I had to rewrite those verses over and over again. Cause I'm like, yo, I, at that point I was in a small town. And we had a pretty good, like, hip-hop scene. However, I was the only gay artist everywhere I go, everywhere I went. And I just knew for them to respect me, I had to spit down, right? So on my first album, it was all about, let me prove that I can rap. 
that's what that first album is, is me proving I can rap so that this second album with Top Talk, I can have fun. I can experiment. I can try things. I can do something different. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful little situation. Um, so, yeah. That album. Yeah, that's a great body of work, in my opinion. However, I, I just can't wait for you guys to hear the growth. You know, I've grown so much. The way I, I enunciate, the way I, I say things, like, it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. Nice. Rapping with delivery, because th that's a word that they use a lot in reference to, to rappers. Also, your ability yeah. to deliver the line. That's yeah. good. All right. Excellent. And also, I wanted to say thank you for being willing to stand up and be that only artist when you were in the small town representing our community and the rap, rap side of it. Thank you very much. Very Thank cool. you for that. I didn't think I needed that, but I really needed that. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, friend. Now, please give our, uh, and this I, I, I really wanted to hear as well, please give our hashtag Verse TV family a sip of all the tea on why your stage name is Rico with a K. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. So it all started when I was younger. I started out doing poetry, right? And in the poetry scene, you kind of like, you get your nickname like from other poets, like you, they become your family and your name is given to you almost in a sense. And every time I used to go up, people used to be like, Rico, Rico Suave. You know, they used to always call me that. I used to go by my first name. I'm not going to say my first name. However, um, <laughs> they used to call me by my first name, but Rico just always stuck. And this one summer, I went to Miami. I got my sexy, you know, I started growing my hair out, you know. And I wanted to be, I wanted to represent that change of me becoming what I've always wanted to be. And with them always calling me Rico Suave or Rico, when I used to come up to perform, it was like, wow, let me be what people want me to be. Let me be this sexy, suave, you know, you know, hard, you know, person that they want me to be. And I created Rico with the K. Um, and the person, actually, let me give props really quickly because the person who taught me how to write, her name was Yogi with two eyes. And that's where it was Rico. Like I knew I wanted to change it to K, but the with the K was from her. You know, I, I adopted that from her because, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be writing the way that I write now, you know, which my style is different, so. Nice. And you're talking about writing rhymes. Right. Right. Conscious rap. Real rap. I, I'm sorry? I, I was saying, like, my type of rap is conscious rap. Nice. You know? But I'm trying to make it mainstream in, in a way. Very cool. Love it all. Love it all. Absolutely. You know, um, it, it's funny. You were saying talk, you had to write. I was like, oh, like your penmanship. And then I realized, no, you're talking about writing lyrics, 
but very cool. All, all right. Now, do you have any tea, any information on anything else going on that you can share with our hashtag Verse TV family? Um, well, you would be the first people to hear from my mouth, but I am... There's a song called 10 Feet Tall by Mikey is Every Mikey Everything. He is in Chicago, Illinois. Have you have you heard the song? Not the song. No. no. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you whenever we get off because I need for you to hear the song. It's called 10 Feet Tall, feature uh, Mikey Everything featuring Aaron Gunn. And it is oh, probably one of my favorite songs of this summer of this year. Um, and they asked me to do the remix. So um me and Brandon, who was one of the original writers for Swallow, will be on the remix. And I'm really excited. Like, this is going to be really dope, really big. It's rap, you know? So, yeah. Very cool. So, Very that's cool. happening. And then there is a lot going on. But I can't say anything. <laughs> NDAs are real. Uh, so, but things are... The album's about to come out. I'll say that. We can't wait. We can't wait. Absolutely. Now, what's the best advice that you have ever received that you can share with our hashtag Verse TV family today? Best advice I've ever received. Best advice. Um, you. No, let me not do that. I was gonna be very shady, but we're not gonna be shady. No, no, no. Uh, be true to you. I think that's like a wonderful piece of advice that I didn't understand because nobody explained it or they never elaborated on it. They just said, be true to you. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm me. You know, the fuck I wake up, it's me. But in reality, there's a lot of people that are going to have opinions. And they're going to try to get you to sway to people view you a certain way in their mind. And they want you to be that way. And they're going to try to do whatever they have to do to get you to go that way. And all you have to do is stay true to yourself. Say because at the end of the day, this is your this is your vision. If they didn't want Rico with the K, they wouldn't ask for Rico with the K. You feel what I'm saying? So it's my vision. It's not what a manager is telling me or a publicist because I do this all by myself. Just wanted to throw that out there. You know, it's, okay. It's not about that. It's literally about uh, me and my vision and what I see for myself and. Sticking true to that, that is your individuality. That is your diversity. That is what keeps you away from everybody else. Oh, that is preached. I'm sorry. No, that th that that is very cool. And it's absolute. That's something that I love about our generation now, because it used to be if you did something independent, if you were an independent artist, that basically just meant that you, you weren't really doing anything. But nowadays, independent artists really have the necessary 
backing, the necessary um, the resources, space, the resources, absolutely, to do some really great stuff. So that that's amazing, absolutely, friend. Now we are going to bring basic complexity back on, and these are the last few. These are the five hashtag verse TV questions. Yes, absolutely. That we ask all of our guests who come on hashtag verse TV. And here we go. The first question is, if you had all the money power necessary, what would you do change that you feel would most benefit the LGBT plus community? Um, um, who, well, first off, I would have resource centers for everybody to come to get what they need, AIDS research or SCD research or, you know, research on different lifestyles, things like that, like a little center, like a home away from home. Um, but honestly, I would, what do I feel like our, our community needs the most? I would love to do a label for us, you know, a big one, you know, with the budget, with the big budget so that they can do the marketing, marketing and, and, and everything that they need to, you know, fully succeed. Uh, yeah. But if I'm going to have to come back to that before we get off, because if I think of something better, I have to, like, say it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's where what you were saying before about the hundreds of thousands of gay artists, you know, and having the financial backing to get it out there, that that's what we need. So absolutely. And yes, we can revisit it. Now, question number two starts with a quote. I'll read the quote. And okay. the quote is, ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me what I am living for in detail. Ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. Now that's a quote by Thomas Merton. So the actual question is, what is your goal in life and what is slowing you from achieving that goal? Wow. Um, my goal in life, I want to make a change. I want to make a difference within all communities. I would like to be a bridge. Um, and I just, I want to help heal the world through music. You feel me? We have a lot of crazy things going on. I want to take it back to what entertainment really is. Back in the 1800s, 1500s, whenever theater first originated, it was entertainment to keep everyone away from, you know, the travesties and the, and the disasters that was going on around that time. And that's all I want to do. And I want to be a role model. I wanna, when I was growing up, I didn't have a masculine gay male that's a role model that could teach me how to be me. We have so much representation of, you know, a, a feminine 
you know, homosexual or things of that nature. And they have, they have people they can look up to and things like that. Like RuPaul. I, I can't, I can't say that as far as a masculine, you know, gay male. So I just want to be that for somebody. You know, I want to be that person that I needed when I was 13 years old. And what is slowing me down? Um, it would be myself and it would be my fear because I, and me being real, this is some real verse tea. Um, I hear a lot, Rico, you're great. Rico, you're a legend. Rico, you're amazing. I hear this all around me. People tell me this. And it scares me because I never want to disappoint them. I never want to disappoint them. So I just don't. I just don't do anything. I just don't release music. I just keep all this music inside of my vault. I have hits for days. You feel me? But I'm scared that I'm going to put it out and something won't be what they expect. So, but I'm getting over that. I don't have that fear, you know, as much anymore because now the album is. <sighs> Never mind. Done. We can't wait. Top Talk coming out. Boom. I, it, I it, can't it. wait either. I can't wait for you to hear it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, this question is, what is your deepest tea, i.e. something that you've never shared on media before, but something that you're willing to share with us, of course? Oh, my deepest tea. Sorry. This is messing up. Okay. Deepest tea. I'm a nerd. I am a nerd. I love Harry Potter. I love Star Trek. I love Marvel. I love comics. Like, I am a nerd. If you see my room right now, I have Aquaman everywhere. <laughs> like, this is a side that people do not see. They do not see. I have a baby Yoda. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm a nerd. And I'm proud of it. I used to be afraid. Because I didn't want people to be like, oh, he's weird. But F that, y'all. I'm a nerd. Nice. <laughs> and that's a part of being you every day, living your truth every day. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Now, basic complexity. All right. Then my question is, um, what are some stumbling blocks that you've had on your path? Um and how did you overcome? Um, that's a really great question. Wow, y'all. <laughs> um, I think the number one is I didn't believe in myself. Like, I really needed to hear validation from other people for me to feel as though I was as great as people expected. But, you know, now I know I'm great. You know, there's a difference. There's a difference in the confidence. There's a difference in the in the way you feel and the way you walk and, you know, all of that. Would you know that you're amazing and you're good at what you do? Um, so me now, 
I know that. Um, another one is, you know, the financial situation because I fund everything myself. <laughs> you know, and we still have to pay rent. We still have to pay bills and, you know, but I still have to go to the studio. I still have to fly here, there, you know, do what I have to do. So, so yeah. The life of an independent uh, j just person who, who's running things, absolutely. Making it happen. Oh, right. And question number five, what are some things that you would like to be left in the legacy time capsule for your work? Um, it would literally be my albums. Like in my time capsule, I would be okay with each of my albums being there because that's my story. That's literally my story. My first album was uh, uh, my life from 20 to 24. And this album is my life from then to now. You know, it's about the rise. It's about, you know, I used to be broke. I used to be very broke, y'all. I had nothing. Now, I get paid for what I do. I get paid to pick up a mic. You feel me? Like, that's a different, just a different, you know, flex. But yeah, did I answer your question? Absolutely, yes. Oh, and okay. just your albums and your tenacity. Yes. Make it happen ability. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Now, where can we find Rico with a K on media? I'm everywhere at Rico with the K, literally right here. At Rico with the K, everywhere. It's the same everywhere. Uh, I do that to make it easy for people to find me and stuff like that, but that's it. That's how it should be, absolutely, because it, it needs to be easy for people to find, and that's exactly what it is. Well done. All right. And this is week 178, hashtag all the tea.